Welcome to McCullough Christian Center's broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.purposemcc.com. The more you believe in him, the more you'll receive. If you don't, the more you believe, the more you experience. If you don't believe that the Holy Spirit is real, you won't experience the Holy Spirit. If you don't believe that God is a deliverer, you might be just holding and hindering your deliverance. But this morning, I I laid yesterday, uh, I did not feel well all day. I felt horrible. And then I'm taking medication that gives me dry mouth and all of that. But I'm like, Lord, you know what? You're with me. You got me. Because you called me, you appointed me, you equipped me. And I am with here because of you. And so as I told the sisters on Friday night, when I was praying about coming here, all I could hear the Spirit of the Lord say was release, release, release. And so yesterday as I laid and prayed and talked with the Lord and I said, Lord, it's Mother's Day and there's so many wonderful women in the Bible who did so many wonderful things and I'm like, which one? would you have me to speak to them about? And he didn't take me that way. But the Lord took me to the book of Exodus. And he gave me a message that is not only for mothers, but it's for fathers, children, any believer that is walking with the Lord. And it's not a very long message. But I believe it's a very necessary message for the season that we're in in this world, for the season that you're in in this church, for the season that you're in in your own personal walk with God. These are the things that he showed me. And so Exodus chapter 14, I want to read verses 10 through 13, and I'm reading from the NIV version of Scripture, so it may be a little different from what you're reading. And as we're standing, the Word of God says, As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up. And there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, why is it because there, why is it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? They couldn't see the vision. They were about to give up. What have, what have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Did not we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses responded and Moses answered the people and he said, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Stand 
stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. One scripture says, stand firm, see the salvation of the Lord. That's the ending of reading of God's word. Let us be hearers and doers of his word. This morning, I want to speak to you very briefly about moments that will hinder movements. Moments that will hinder movements. I, I, what I love about the Lord is that he, he ha always has a plan for us. When you read the Bible, as you go through the Bible, you'll realize that the Lord knew everything that was going to happen in the end, in the beginning. He had a plan. The word of Exodus means to exit or to depart from a place. The book of Exodus gives us an account of one of the greatest stories of deliverance of God's people. It reveals the plan that the Lord has for his people, a plan to prosper them. It shows his protection for his people. It allows the vision and the movement that God had planned for his people to be exposed. The movement began long ago with a man named Abraham, who at the time was Abram. When the Lord approached him and said, I want to birth a nation of people that will be called my people, and I want to do it from your seed, your loins. That movement began with Isaac, who was Abraham's son, and then Isaac gave birth to Jacob. And then Jacob gave birth to 12 tribes. And those were the tribes of Israel, God's people. And then later on, the movement started with Joseph. Here's the thing about God. When the Lord has a plan, he sometimes only reveals part of the plan to us. He reveals the final movement. It's Joseph seeing himself in a dream being honored by his brothers and a whole nation of people. But Joseph didn't see the moment that was going to happen before the movement could take place. Jesus. It's Joseph didn't realize that in order to get to the movement that there will be a moment where I'm going to have to be in a dark place in my life called a pit. Joseph didn't know that before the movement happens, I'm going to have to be in an injustice place of my life called Potiphar House, where I'm going to get blamed for some things that I did not even do. Joseph didn't realize that, that in order for me to be in the movement that my whole entire family, except with the exception of my father, was going to turn their back on me. Ooh, the movement. The movement of God is, is a mighty thing. The movement can't take place unless the moment takes place. What are you saying? I'm saying that... There will be some moments that are going to happen 
in your life before the movement of God takes place in your life. But you cannot allow the moment to hinder the movement. The moment is a place where things are just not right. The moment in your life is a place where things are just not fair. The moment in your life is a place where it looks nothing like what God has promised you. This church was birthed out of a movement. But there have been some moments. But God says, today, I'm releasing the movement. Your ministry was, is a movement. But there have been some moments in your life that make you feel as if you're not qualified for the movement of God. The moment isn't your life. The moment is a place where you went back and you did every sin that you committed, every sin that you knew how to commit. But God says that the moment does not stop the movement. The moment is a place where you start to feel like it was better for me before I got saved. The moment makes you think that people that are not living for God are doing better than you are. The moment makes you want to go back to the place in your life that held you bound and captive. The Israelites, they said to Moses, you should have left us where we were. They wanted to go back to a place of captivity because of one moment in their life. The moment at the time was they just looked up and saw their past. The moment in their life because they were about to be surrounded by their past. That they thought that their past was better for them. The moment was about to make them abort the movement. The moment in your life is a place where it feels like God is not as powerful as this word says he is. When you're sick with affliction and you feel like you're about to die, you feel like that moment is overpowering the God who is able to heal you. The moment is a place that is only temporary. But these light afflictions are but for what? A moment. They don't last always. Your children, Mothers, they go through moments, but don't give up on them because God has a whole movement attached and assigned to their lives. 
Your children are doing some things that nobody in your family has ever done and you don't know where they picked it up from, but don't give up on them in the moment because the God that I serve has a movement attached to their lives. Somebody said that, Lord, it's so hard. One day I'm living for you, but the next day my sin is calling me. It's a moment. Get through it so that you can get to the movement. The moment is a bad place in your life. And here's what Moses says to the people. And this is what God is saying to you this morning. He says, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Do you hear me? I say, fear not. Fear not. The children of Israel, they became fearful of what was behind them, doubtful of what was ahead of them, and frustrated with the one that was leading them. They were fearful of what they thought that Pharaoh could do to them because he was behind them. And it made them doubt what God said he was going to do for them that was ahead of them. The fear in them caused them to be frustrated with the one that was leading them. You don't know what it's like leading a group of people from a vision that God has given you. You got to remain faithful and endure the complaining that is behind you, the doubt that is among you. They had no reason to be afraid of what was behind them because God was right there with them. Moses basically was saying to the church, stop focusing on what used to have you captive. Stop paying attention to your past that had you bound and enslaved and stuck in a moment. And now put your attention on the God that is about to deliver you. What are you saying? I'm saying stop focusing on the thing that had you trapped. On the thing that had you captive. And rejoice and praise on the God that is about to deliver you. The God that is about to release you. The God that is about to move you. Stop listening to the people that, that used to talk about you and, and, and listen to the God that knows more about you than they can ever know. Stop focusing on the moment in your life that was in your past and run to the movement. Run to the movement. Run to the movement. Run to the movement. When God tells you to go, you are to release yourself and not look back. When God tells you to move, you are to walk and think nothing about the moment. Moses says, stop focusing on what was behind you and look 
for what's ahead of you. Here's the thing. Now God, now Moses goes before the Lord. And the Lord says, in other words, what are you coming back to me for? I gave you what you needed. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Sometimes, no, a lot of times, the Lord will make us take the long route. They could have got to where they were going very quickly. But God knew them as a person. He knew them as an individual. And he knew that I need to make them walk the long route so that I can change some things in them. Because God was trying to take them to a place that was flowing with milk and honey. That was full of purpose. That was full of promises. But he said, you cannot go to that place with the attitude that you have now. You can't go to that place with doubt. You can't go to that place afraid of the enemy that used to hold you. God said, I need to take them the long way so that I can transform them. What looks like trouble in your life is only transition in your journey. There are some situations that you think are trouble. That, that you think you're in trouble, but I hear God saying that you are not in trouble. You are only in transition. The moment, it looks like trouble. But God is saying that it's transition. Transition. I'm transitioning you from who you used to be to who I planted and purposed you to be. God is saying, I'm transitioning you from a place that no longer served you and you don't serve that place to a place where you're going to serve and the place will serve you as well. Jesus. God's saying that I'm about to all the ites in your life, the Hittites, the Merorites, all the ites that are in your life, I'm about to wipe them out. Jesus. Oh. God says when you're walking, you're in transition. There are going to be some things that look like trouble. But you keep telling yourself, no, I'm in a movement. This is a movement. This is a movement. This whole church is in a movement. And today God is releasing you for another step, another anointing. Another worship. Transition. Transition. And so now, Jesus. Woo! Jesus. Jesus. I've had some places in my life, I had some moments in my life where I said, Lord, I'm, I'm not preaching. I, I'm not preaching. I'm not doing anything. But the fire that was shut up in my bones. The fire wouldn't go out. I tried to put it out because I thought I was in trouble. I tried to say it couldn't burn because of a moment, but it wouldn't go out. It was shut up in my bones. Every time I talk to somebody, I, at the end of the conversation, I'm preaching the gospel. 
every time I went before somebody, I, I tried not to pray for them, but the Spirit led me to them. The moment couldn't hold me because the movement inside of me was too great. 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 The pastor said it. I couldn't believe it, but it's great. Great. You have so much more attached and assigned to your life than you even realize. Get out of the moment. Get out of the moment. Get out of the moment so that God can complete the movement. The conclusion of this moment, because there were many moments, but the Israelites, the Lord took them a little bit further. Moses got his head together. He let the frustration of the people wear off and he moved a little further. But the enemy was right here. The Israelites were right here and there was a body of water right in front of them and all around them. They had nowhere to go. Either the enemy gonna kill us or God gonna move us. Either the enemy is gonna kill us or God gonna move us. I'm telling you, God is going to move you. God is going to move you. And so God, who is all-powerful and all-knowing, the only God that I know can allow the water in your life. And I'm not talking about this water, but I'm talking about the water that tries to hinder you. The water that, that, that has enclosed you. The water that is telling you, you ain't got nowhere to go now. The water saying you're not going to get to where you're supposed to be because you're this and you're that and I got you trapped. I'm talking about that body of water in your life. The water that, that, that seems like if you step into it, it'll just drown you. But God, who's all powerful who has a plan, the only God I know that can take a body of water and make it stand up, push it back, get it out your way, clear path that you can walk through and complete the movement. Jesus, has the Lord ever made any water stand up in your life? Has he ever made anything get out your way so that you can go through? Has he ever pushed anything out of the way and pushed things back and turned it around just so you can have a clear path to walk through? Jesus. He made the water stand up. This is what I want you to understand, mothers and children. Before you came in, in, uh, with an encounter with the water, your mother had an encounter with some water that tried to keep her back. Your grandmother had an encounter with some water that tried to keep her back. But God is so amazing. We see in scripture that not only did he part the Red Sea and make that water stand up, but for the next generation. From generation to generation to generation, the movement will continue for your children, your grandchildren. The children of God find themselves at another place. And the Lord made that same water stand up again. God has attached a movement to your life. 
Jesus. God wants to release you. He wants to release you. He wants to release you. The Lord has assigned so strategically a purpose. He said, I knew you before you were even in the womb. Which means he had a, a plan, had a purpose. And he chose you and put you in the womb for that purpose. I'm the only preacher in my family. My family didn't go to church until I went to church. I was called to bring them to the Lord. I had some friends that, 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 that didn't know the Lord. I was called to bring them to the Lord. The Lord, the Lord put a movement in my life. I, my ministry is women. I've been called to the women of God to push you to the movement. And so my message to you this morning, church, men, women, children, don't allow the moment in your life to hinder the movement in your future. Don't allow that difficult moment in your life, that, that moment, I, I, I know the moment is uncomfortable. My moment is not your moment. My movement is not your movement. I know the moment is hurtful. Somebody's hurting. Somebody's depressed. Somebody's weary. Somebody has doubted everything that God told them years ago because of a moment that came in their life and, and they feel like the movement can't take place because of this moment. I know that. But what God sent me to ask you this morning, will you endure the moment so that he can finish the movement? Will you endure the moment? Will you endure the moment so that he can finish the movement? Jesus, will you stay right there in that place that does not feel good? And we're standing. Will you stay in that place? Jesus, will you stay in that place so that God can finish the movement. I want to pray that for you, that with you this morning. Is that okay, Pastor? I want to pray for you this morning. If we can have that wonderful anointed piano player to come so that we can set this. Is that okay, Pastor? Because sometimes when it's quiet, it's distracting. But God, is, God sent me this morning to ask you, will you stay in the moment? Will you deal with that hurt? Will you deal with whatever it is you're going through so that I can finish the movement?